it's interesting how being owning your own business either teaches you who you are or kills you. <laughs> I'm Jamie O'Kane, CPA, small business advanced tax planning and compliance extraordinaire. And this is the Abundant Beans Podcast, the podcast that takes my love for learning what makes people tick while digging into the good, bad, and ugly of small business ownership. We strive to give you the insight that only those in the trenches of being and working with entrepreneurs can provide. Well, we do primarily work on um, things that have are financial in nature. Mm -hmm. So we we look we can help with budgeting, um, which I know is every veterinarian's favorite word. <laughs> um, we help with understanding what the numbers mean, and sometimes that's starting like from the very beginning with you know what what is a profit and loss report, and why do you care, and mm -hmm. what is a balance sheet, and how do you know when it's wrong, and because you know. That these are still numbers, people, but they're they're medical data. So they're great at understanding lab reports. They could read them in their sleep, but when you switch that to the business side, it's not. It doesn't come naturally. Mm -hmm. So um, we also really work with practice managers so that they can take on more of that analytic role and report mm -hmm. to the owner veterinarians. Um, we help a lot with profitability with. Um, increasing business value and helping, you know, for a while we had to help clients understand that profit isn't a four letter word, mm -hmm. that you have to be profitable in order to maintain your position in the community. Mm -hmm. So, and you have to be there because you are supporting people and their families. So um, but I think more and more, we don't have that conversation as often as we used to. I, I kind of want to talk about pricing because I think it's an interesting, it's an interesting conversation. Um, during the pandemic, it seems like it, I mean, my clients and like in our industry and everything, everybody was very resistant to price increases. Like we've changed our business models. We've changed how we're helping people. Like every time I turn around, I'm listening, I'm, you know, I'm learning new pandemic tax legislation, you know, and people are just like, well, you can't raise prices right now. Um, I think that's going to be even harder post pandemic because everybody's, I think, feel, I feel like everybody's more cost sensitive now. Are yeah. you finding that to be true? I, well, so, um, so they're definitely more cost sensitive right now um, because they're seeing they're seeing and realizing and feeling the cost increases that are actually showing up in their you know right up there in their face those top line cost categories that um, that they do pay attention to every day things like labor and taxes and real estate and you know um, cost of goods sold um, so yeah I mean we we definitely are seeing their their sensitivity to it and. Part of what um, uh, part of what we're trying to bring attention to with with our clients and prospects is the fact that it's not just those big ticket items that those those smaller ticket, less um, recognized costs are are also going up. Um, and and I don't think there's any hesitancy from service providers across the board to increase prices now because they didn't do it during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And another like. I either have to, to try to make up for the profitability that I lost over the last 18 months, mm -hmm. or frankly, you know, say it any other way, I can't, I can, right? Mm -hmm. As a service provider, I can increase my costs because mm -hmm. people really need it where over the last 18 months, maybe they didn't need it as much or they could live without it mm -hmm. um, or did live without it. Yeah. 
It's interesting. It's a, it's an interesting conversation. I mean, I just I I like to just pay attention to what's going on in my industry and the event industry, and you know, I'm just watching a lot of the time. You know, about you know how people feel about pricing and how are they changing pricing. And there's you know there's been a you know a lot of loud people like you can't raise prices on your clients. I'm like, do you guys know how many tax sets of tax legislation we had to apply this last year? Five sets. And I'm learning about this last set still, <laughs> right? It's like one of those things that like happened in the middle of the tax season. So I learned what I needed to learn. Now I'm learning about the rest of it. But this stuff is going to have ramifications throughout the next couple of years. Uh, position to offer some mm-hmm. some wisdom, i.e. lessons learned from other people's lives. Yeah. About, um, about the people's think, learning process on their think own. think of some of the more pervasive ones. Like every business owner is so different. Sure. Um, or an interesting one too, right? Even if it's not necessarily pervasive. Um, an interesting one. Um, so I do would have, so I can talk about like a price increase. So okay. I had, um, I had a client who, um, does services and he took on this business, um, and kept the pricing structure okay. uh, because he was very, very afraid to raise prices. Um, he lives in a very high cost of living or the business is in a very high cost of okay. living area. Um, and the prices were not commiserate with that. Um, and he had people driving two or three hours to come to him for this service. Wow. Um, and they were booked, like fully booked. I think he worked like 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. every day. Wow. Like his hours were out of control. Yeah. Especially for this service. It's a hands-on person-by-person service. Um, so I convinced him to do a significant price raise. Um, one, not as much as I wanted him to do, but he did most of it. <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. Um, and um, I said, even if you lost 20%, and I, wrote, I sat down with him and I said, even if you lost 20% of your clients um, at this new price, you'd be making more money. Sure. In less time, right? And he was just like, okay. So he did it. And he calls me two weeks later. He's like, I've been home for dinner every single day this week. Um I was like, did you lose any clients? And he's like, one. One person mentioned it. He's like, but they're still coming. Like, wow. And I was like, you didn't raise it high enough. I know. I was going to say. <laughs> I was like, that's First thought, congratulations. Second, second thought. thought. Next, <laughs> do it again. Let's do it again. Six months or whatever, right? Yep. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube, iTunes, or wherever you prefer to listen. If you learned something and found some useful information to apply to your business today, please consider giving us a thumbs up and a review. Until next week, be abundant.